Hello, you are listening to the You Tell Me What I Just Said with your host, Johnny Outsider and the Luchador Kid. Specialist of editions of the You Tell Me What I Just Said podcast, where we are all smiles and giggles because, as always, we told you so, baby. It got done. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. Beautiful. But seriously, we told y'all. Yeah, yeah. Don't shoot your partner in the back of the head because Juju is back, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What uh? We all knew this was gonna happen. We were sweating. We were sweating. Juju made us wait till like the very last minute, but well, it wasn't really Juju. It was more his agent on on the Steelers part. I I think it's more Steelers shenanigans. Uh, little, you know, flexing of the old beanbag going back and forth, but uh. Well, they, they got, got it done, done man. They got, they got it done. done. Uh, I'm your host, Johnny the Outsider. This is the one, the only, the Luchador Kid. Howdy, y'all. <laughs> yeehaw. This is the Yeehaw podcast, apparently. Um, yeah, look, we've got a lot to talk about. Obviously, um, you know, all season, we've been on the Juju train. A lot of people have been jumping on them. Uh, for no good reason, and we're going to talk about why that is the case, especially once we go through all all the offers he had, all everyone that was looking at him, mm-hmm. and then we also have, he had some interesting things to say uh, about the end of the season. Uh, we lost some players, we signed some players. Um, yeah. I my I, I have to defend my wife's honor and go after <laughs> the, the idiotic bears for a little bit. <laughs> Uh, you know, as a husband, when you uh, take your wedding vows, till death do we part, and if our teens do something stupid, we always have each other's back, so bears, we're coming for you. We're going to play a little game of love, meh, or hate uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to signings, and then we got some UFC news to cover. Yeah, 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 yeah. But a lot to break down this podcast, so uh, once again, don't shoot your partner in the back of the head, and let's get it going with Juju. Juju. 
So he signed a one-year, $8 million deal, right? That's yep. the logistics of it, which we we kind of talked about off the podcast. That's probably made the most sense, especially since it looks like the salary cap's going to go up a lot next year compared to this year. So kind of kind of set the framework for the future. Uh, it gives them a year to really solidify himself as one of the all-time great Steelers. Up there was Heinz Ward. Not... I mean, I guess that's what I think you and I would both compare him to is Heinz Ward. Like, he's not he's not AB. No, he's, he's not, not super really, flashy, but he'll do whatever yeah. you need him to do. But, yeah, he's, he's that guy that he just goes out there and does what's asked of him. You know, he, he moved to the slot this year. Um, again, to do what had to be done for the team. Um, he did all the nitty-gritty hard dirty jobs on the team, blocking, going after footballs that were lost by – Benny Snow. Supposedly beloved Steelers. Um, and then, just, you know, no matter what it, what happened, he he's the locker room leader. We, again, I we talked about this off the podcast. Without him in that locker room, you got Claypool, who we talked about as a diva. Soft? Uh, he's soft, yeah, he's, man. He's pretty soft. He's going to have to get toughened up. I don't, I don't know if it's canadian in him or what but it has to be the canadian in him dude yeah he literally they're falls too, over when somebody blows on him they're too friendly out there you know he needs to be solid like maple syrup not uh soft like maple leaves um <laughs> yeah good one <laughs> uh like he, he he needs juju and i think you could tell like if juju didn't come back claypool is gonna be lost without him because Oh, dude, the lightning would be striking him all all season everybody would be talking about claypool and his his antics, like I just, they all have targets on their back. But like, like we were saying, if Juju would have, you know, left, then man, Claypool would just be the next man up to receive a bunch of shit from everybody. So yeah, and he's clearly not ready with that. Since no, he's no, the, he's very fragile. Yeah, like, um, giving shitty interviews post season. Like, come on, man. Talk right, just, talk. Yeah, it's fine to talk shit during the season, but you lost, right. ran up, right. move on. Do something about it next year. You know, yeah. Don't don't come up with excuses. Don't come crying. Don't do all this other stuff. Just man yeah. up. Put your big boy pants on. You're not in college anymore. <laughs> yeah, and for real. Go, go handle your business. Like, like Deontay was dropping balls left and right, and you know he didn't really say anything, but he, you know he tried to of, own up and yeah, he, he kind of owned up and got it fixed towards the end of the season. Like, I mean, he made some catches in that Cleveland game after having a rough three or four games there. Oh, man. <laughs> um, so, but but uh, do I do I trust him without Juju there? No. Do I trust him to step up and be like the locker room leader? No. You know, we talked about James Washington on this podcast. He is just uh, happy to be that kind of guy, but would just as happy to be out there hunting, fishing, loving every day. Mm. And it's a Luke Bryan song or something, but <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I mean, so without Juju there, they they really have no, you know, leadership, no one to really guide them. And a lot of people are saying, oh, he's out there dancing on the field. He's not taking it seriously. God. Just watch the game, please. Don't Just look at the stat the line. Don't look at the stat line. Don't look at what the media is telling you. Watch the game and tell me what receiver is out there <laughs> ready to play. It's always Juju, what, man. What offensive player was out there ready to play? <laughs> I mean, not just receivers. He looked like the only offensive player that was out there doing his job. Yeah. And it's it's, it's been like that his whole career here. 
you know, like when we drafted him, uh, it's kind of a under the radar kind of pick. I didn't really see it coming, but every season, man, he's been reliable, you know, except for the fumbles, but you know, that happens when you get the ball so many times. Um, yeah, I'm just really happy that he signed. Like uh, going back to your point of him leaving, like we talked about on previous podcasts and in, uh, you know, personal, um, like we don't know who would have been able to fill in, like fill a spot in, like you don't want to throw a rookie in there uh, and then have Claypool and Johnson and Washington try to pick up the slack because none of them have the same skill set that Juju does. Um, I think we got him for a, you know, a real good deal. I mean, a one-year kind of prove-it deal. Um, and then, you know, the Steelers let, let him test the free agency market and he wasn't getting a lot of uh, – initial, initially he didn't get a lot of offers, but, you know, there was a couple of teams that kind of tried to swoop in there and try to sign him. Um, you know, he was getting looks at from uh, Kansas City. Uh, apparently Baltimore tried to go in there late and try to sign him. Uh, the Giants – was it the Giants – uh the chance uh, like talked about it but i don't think they ever officially put out like a tender or anything and then the 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 dirty rotten eagles try to <laughs> try to apparently they tried to i guess or maybe not i don't know but he you was know getting they, huh? they signed anyone i don't know that the giants actually signed anyone though did they the giants yeah oh, i think they're still looking at kenny galladay okay but still i mean <sighs> i don't know like i think juju'd did the best move for him because I'm, I'm hoping that the Steelers reward his loyalty next year because we have like a hundred million in cap space. So, I mean, with Matt Cannon's offense coming in, hopefully Gigi has a bigger part in it, maybe increases value. We'll see. Um, but you know, the kid deserves all the money, <laughs> like sign him to have a good deal. Cause I mean, he, he's still like, like the best wide receiver we have in the group. I don't think yeah. anybody else, like, I mean, like it's, we're saying, Claypool has, like, the t- the physical, I guess, talent attributes, but he's so soft, man. <laughs> like, he... He's, he's always, always looking for a PI. Yeah, yeah, always looking for a PI, dude. Every single game, like, every time, like, he'll, he'll, be, he'll be streaking down the sideline, and then somebody will just kind of, like, brush up against him and will fall over and hold his hands up, like, what are you doing, man? Get up. <laughs> he's not even wet over here, bro. But, uh... Yeah, man. So Juju signing finally. We don't have to worry about it anymore. No more Juju Watch 2021. <clears throat> I mean, I, say one more thing about our wide receivers, and then we can go into some of the logistics of for for all the, the Juju haters. But <laughs> I had high hopes for Washington. I I really thought he was going to be a big piece of our offense, but the fact that when Deontay was having all those troubles last year with catching the ball. Mm-hmm. Like, if Washington was a guy, like he would have, he would have jumped in, took his spot, and that the rest would be history. Like he had that really good catch um, against the Buffalo? Colts, I think it was, right? That, Colts that, or that Buffalo, catch, I think. Yeah, well, it was the one that sealed the game for us. So I think it was the Colts. Wow, I he, remember he had that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tough third down or fourth down catch. Yeah, but like. <laughs> And it's great that he made it, but if that's who he is, like I think he would have beat out Johnson. So yeah, like people, Steeler fans, and people on the outside can like say what they want about Juju, but like he's the only guy that is making those catches. And people want to give him crap about the Bengals hit. But you, you show me one receiver who hangs onto that ball. 
when he gets put out there in the middle of the field to get this yeah Ben kind of lamb based. <laughs> Like, it's like Juju slept with Ben's wife right before the game. Like, oh, <laughs> right before the game I got man. you. I got you, buddy. I got you. <laughs> yeah, that's that, what it seems. That, that was just getting a receiver killed. Yeah. I mean, uh, if, that was, if that was Wes Welker, he would have been in concussion protocol. Oh, yeah. For and missing the next three games. So, yeah, yeah man. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say about Juju that we haven't already talked about over and over again. Well, I, I think something to be said is like people are, say like he's not a good receiver, like oh, he'll never be a yeah. number one receiver. Look, tell me then why is it that if he's so bad, a team that plays him twice a year for the last three years, four years, we're yeah, so desperate years. to go out and try to get him from the, the Steelers. Yeah, why, apparently, why, apparently. Would the, why would the Ravens give him like a 10 million plus incentives contract? Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, I guess John Harbaugh was calling him on the phone or something. That's what he was saying. Like, I guess he was saying that John Harbaugh actually reached out to him. And also Marlon Humphrey on Twitter, I guess he, Marlon Humphrey was saying that the, he sent him DMs and stuff. Like, why aren't you answering my DMs, bro? Uh, but, yeah, like, even the Ravens fans, they're talking shit about Juju. Like, oh, he fucking sucks. He's a, he's a horrible wide receiver. We don't want him. And then now they're the ones crying the most, saying, oh, we could add him, blah, blah. Like, make up your mind, this, man. This is a team that has to play against them. So that tells you, like, the guy must be legit if they're going out there to try to get him. And right. Obviously, it doesn't matter about the TikToks or anything else because they wanted him. Right. So your head coach is making that phone call personally. Like, so yeah. Somebody yeah. wants him. Uh, another team that wanted him, uh, I, I don't know, this, you know, team that you might have heard of called the Chiefs. The Chefs? Uh, been, to, been to the Super Bowl two years in a row. Uh, already stacked on offense so why yeah. do they want to go out and add a receiver again i think they were going to give him 10 million plus ascendants yeah they're, so, they're yeah. <laughs> they don't even have they're going to be in trouble salary cap wise too so uh you know these are proven teams i know i i understand why juju didn't want to go then downgrade to a running back for a quarterback so i understand <laughs> why he didn't sign with the ravens right uh, lamar lamar trash jackson uh, but yeah, I mean, sucks. he had he had the option to go play with Mahomes, and he came back to the Steelers. So I think that says a lot about the kid. You know, he's loyal to a fault, despite you know. I think his feelings probably were hurt. He's a nice kid, uh, humble kid, despite what everyone tells you about. But I think his feelings might have been hurt a little bit that the Steelers didn't come out with the contract offers right away, but. I, don't know. I, mean, I, I think they just wanted him to test the market, but yeah. I don't, and plus, they're, not, they're really strapped for space this year, so maybe, yeah. you know. Well, they, they definitely made moves to, you know, to bring him back, and plus the contract they signed um, has a couple avoidable years, so it spreads the cap out. So I think he only he's only taking up 1.25 mil this year. So we got him for a you know pretty good price. So I'm I'm just saying like I hope I hope they give him a big contract this upcoming season because I mean the kid deserves it, man. Like yeah, there's just nobody else that can replicate his skill set. Like he's yeah. too valuable for our offense. Like he can he can line him up in this slot where he's like like the number one slot in the the league in my opinion, but also he can play on the outside too. So. I mean, he's just, you can just put him anywhere. I mean, he's a willing blocker as well. So losing him would have been 
uh, like it would have been bad news for the offense, in my opinion. Well, he was second. He was second in the league with touchdowns from the slot, uh, only beaten by Travis Kelsey. So I mean, that should tell you what yeah. you know about Juju. Right. Like this, despite you know he didn't have a thousand yard season or whatever, but nobody on the there. Steelers' offense did really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah like like it's funny like what we were saying earlier like people are play, uh, praising chase claypool for like his, his stats his stats and like like juju wasn't that far off he might you know i think he was beating him in every category except touchdowns i think yeah. so i mean it, but all the receivers on our offense are all like within like a hundred yards of each other so i i just don't understand the hate this People just want to hate him because they were losing, and then the TikTok videos. That's it. That's basically right. what people are bitching right. about. Like you weren't, you nobody was talking shit when we were winning, and he was yeah. dancing in the logo. So I don't know. It, it, it's just, I don't know, man. Ever since AB and all that drama and left Bell and all that drama, people just want to attach drama to the Steelers' name and their players, and a lot of it's just unwarranted. I just want something to bitch about. Yeah, I mean, well. He might have given some things to complain about, at least inside the locker room, because he, like we did, called out the coaches and the players for their performances towards the end of the season. Yeah. Um, basically saying they were outperformed and outcoached. And I mean, I think we both agreed with it. I, yeah. Like, he didn't say anything. Yeah. I mean, look, yeah. We, we were saying the same thing. Basically, I, I think we put more blame on the offensive line, but I, I, I guess not because we called out Ebron. We called out, Deontay, Randy Feekner, Randy. Yeah, I mean we we got we got in Tomlin towards the end of the season. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So look, I mean that's part of being a leader, right? Like calling out. Like he didn't throw anyone under the bus. He left it pretty open. But I mean, yeah, coaches are coaches. But right. he's like basically t- saying everybody, everybody on the yeah. offense. So I yeah. mean, and if people have issue with that, then they're just looking for something to hate because. Right. There was absolutely nothing that he said that was wrong at all. Like, well, he was I don't accurate know. with everything. Has anyone checked in on Claypool oh <laughs> since he God. said what he said? Claypool uh, might, might be having a meltdown. He, he's probably, I don't know, who knows what he's doing, man. Uh, Falling over somewhere, blaming he, somebody. He, is, he is, needs to turn off his phone for a little while. Yes, yes, please do. Just, just go to Canada, do what JJ Watt does, and find a log cabin and just chill there. And not say anything just because I feel like I, I know you can see it too. Like in the coming weeks or days, Claypool will probably just say something stupid in an interview and people will twist it and turn it. And like, next thing you know, we have to deal with all this shit in the off season. Oh man. Uh, even Juju was saying something about like, he, he said he was talking about the Cleveland, Cleveland Brown fans or, or the organization, whoever paid for the billboard in Cleveland that said the Browns is the Browns. And he was saying like, well, they just did that because they need something to bitch about, and I'm I can get in their head easily, and it's true, you know. So yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. Just I got I got nothing else to say about it. I I can't think of anything else. It's just it's just it's I just think it's dumb that people criticize Juju so much. It's unfounded, man. Yeah. It doesn't make any I don't sense. Know. It's just just typical like. People that want to listen to the, you know these talking heads that yeah. have to have to find clickbait, so it's the easiest thing to do. Yeah, call it call them a diva, call them unprofessional, and call them all these things because A, B, C, and D, and then mm-hmm. completely ignore what he does on the field. Yep, 
yeah and then like all the charities that and just the help that he's given the communities and everything like he's everything you everything you want as an organization to like represent you like is what he does yeah so well another thing about the interview too that it's kind of like doesn't have to do with his football skills but he was saying that he'd uh have a boxing match with ab <laughs> and i was thinking yeah i was telling you they should put that on the the Paul Askren card, man, because I'd buy the shit out of that for sure. If that happened, you know, it, it that's, be... a, that's the only way I'm going to buy that fight. <laughs> yeah, that's the real, only man. way I'm buying that fight is if AB a- and Juju are on it. Like we've talked about this before, and I'm I'm going to tell you one more time because the fight's <laughs> coming up. If any of you guys are stupid enough to think that <laughs> Paul beating Ben Askren in a boxing match, something something that Ben has never been able to do is box. The one time he tried to train boxing and was lost to fight because he forgot how to wrestle. Like that's Ben Askren to a T. Yeah. The one time he trained boxing for a fight, he almost got knocked out. So he had to go back and remember how to wrestle and he ended up winning the fight. But please, like, please don't take this serious. But We'll 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 break that down later on, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just I'm it's over the moon. Uh, it means a lot, I think, to both of us that Boy. you get a you get a guy like Juju back. Um, and people on the outside will never understand what he does for the team, but I, I don't know. Even go to the Facebook page, like I saw at least some of the fans, smart fans at least, excited about it, and then. Mm-hmm. You always have those stupid stragglers that are only Steeler fans by name, not actual fans. So, correct, man. Correct. <clears throat> Finally, you know, we have we can sigh a big breath of relief. Big breath. Yep, now, now that that hurdle's over the way, let's bring on the draft. But we got, <laughs> right. we, got, we got a little while for that. So, well, like a month, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. April 29th. Yeah. Hopefully the Steelers will sign someone big for my birthday, April 30th. But who knows? They're they're doing something with every, all the moves that we're gonna talk about. Like I feel like they're yeah. gonna do something. Let's jump into that then. Uh okay. so we lost Pilot Matt Pilot to the Chargers. So he was our right tackle. Yeah. Yes, and then Chooks okay. took over, and then he played left guard for a while. He was all right. I mean, he was better yeah. tackle than he was guard, I think. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I so I mean, I would I would have liked to have him back, but I mean, he got a really good deal with the Chargers. So I mean, good for him to get his money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so now it's like Chooks and Banner. Those are your uh, guys, supposedly. So. And there's talks about bringing Villanueva back, but so far oh, nothing's been done. Uh, I just want to talk about that real quick. Why? Why bring Villanueva back? Like he was dog shit in pass pro, and he's at the. I mean, he's not. He's not too old for the earth or anything, but he's old for the the, the, the position. I think. I mean, he's all. He just move on. Like if, if they're I, serious about rejuvenating the O line, the one thing you don't want to do is bring back pedestrian athlete Villanueva, especially like, in Matt Canada's offense. I think Villanueva was the only one to play all 16 games last season plus the playoffs, so like, 
you know, tip of the hat to you. Like, thanks yeah. for being durable. Uh, you know, thanks for your service. Yeah. Uh, not only to the Steelers, but the United States. Yeah. But you know, like, I, I think I think you're right. We got to start looking at getting a young, fresh line in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially since we play in a pretty rough defensive division, so like we wow. need to get some young guys in there that can you know, yeah, take a man. beating. Uh, six games out of the season. We yeah. actually, I think we have the toughest schedule next season. Makes sense. I think if you look at the strength of schedule, we have like the toughest road to the playoffs. Oh yeah. So. And then if that uh, 17th game comes, then we're going to have to play Seattle. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. Well, I, don't, I don't know. Seattle's defense isn't what it was. Uh, yeah, true. True, true. Yeah. They got some dysfunction going on on the offense, so. Yeah, hopefully we get it's, them at a good it's not, time. It's not, it's not as scary as it used to be, but I, it's 17 games for <laughs> a 40-year-old quarterback or whatever Ben is by the time. <laughs> uh, and, and having David DeCastro, he's up there in age, as well as uh, we were to bring back Villanueva, who's not a spring chicken either. Right. Yeah. Uh, we need a... We need to throw the young guys out there. Yeah. Cut their teeth, man. But uh trial by fire. Yeah. So yeah, don't bring back all in the way about Steelers, please. Just right. don't just draft a tackle if you really need one, because the draft class for the tackles is supposed to be really deep this year. So well, and the one thing about Villanueva is he's always good for a holding penalty when you when you leave. Yes. Yeah, yeah, like Okay, all we gotta do is not have a holding penalty. Oh, there's Villanova right on cue. Every time, like, it never fails. Yeah, yeah. But this without fail is always Villanueva. So, I mean, you, you hated on JC for not being able to hide the oh, ball, but at least, at least he wasn't, you know, getting ten yard holding penalties for when we least least needed them. But I digress. You know, <laughs> happy for Matt Filer. <laughs> yeah, happy for him. Yeah. Fortunately, this, like you said, is a very offense, you know, offensive line heavy draft. So there's a lot of good pieces out there. So it doesn't make sense to resign Filer if he's making that much money for the Chargers. Like I don't think he was going to take a team friendly deal. Oh, no, 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 definitely not. I think he earned it. So I mean, good luck to him. But on a good news, uh, you know, we did the who two guys you have to sign, two guys you have to let go. We brought back Cam Sutton. Hell yeah, man. Uh, we I'm completed so happy the two, for him. We completed the two-for-two two deal, uh, getting Juju and Cam back. So shout-out to Steelers for bringing back two of our yeah, two pieces uh, from last season. Well, they, I, they apparently they listened to the show, our, our podcast, yeah. because, you I mean, we, we were telling them, like, no, these are the two guys you need to bring back. So we pat ourselves on the back for that. Yeah, it'll be a good chance for him to show what he's got, especially since Mike Hilton went to the Bengals. That dog. <laughs> I think it was, what, six and a half million? For a season? Yeah. Uh, something like that, yeah. It was a pretty decent deal. I, uh, it's just one of those things, like, it kills you because, like, if we had salary cap, like, we probably most oh, likely yeah, for brought sure. him back. So you hate to see a guy go for that cheap especially since i think he's way better than six and a half mil a year um, yeah in my opinion but and it's gonna suck to see him you know twice a year now especially on the Bengals. 
Well, let's, I just just curious to see. Like, obviously, we know that Hilton is really good in our defensive scheme, but let's just see how he does in Cincinnati because I feel like that coach is still relatively new. So I don't know if they're going to be able to, to use him the same way. Like, I feel like they're going to try to put him on the outside, and he's but, more of a slot corner, you know? I, I guess the good thing is, like, he he knows Randy Schickner's offense. He doesn't know Matt Canada, so, like, at least, like, he's not going to be able to say, oh, they're going to run this play. Cause, yeah. I mean, I think everyone knew what play we were running last year. But... Oh, man. For real. Well, a good thing Randy Feigner's gone. So yeah. we'll see what fresh surprises Canada brings. But uh, going back to Sutton, yeah, man, especially with, uh, with the other cornerback we're going to be talking about. You just want to go into that, too? Uh, real quick, I just want to say we also re-signed Spillane. I don't I think we said that in the last podcast. I don't think it was brought back yet, but no, well, we're both really excited about uh, – I think we're both really excited just because he looked really good before his injury. We both think he got brought back too soon. Yeah. Not too soon, but, like, I mean, we needed him, obviously, because of the injuries. But, yeah, I, you'd like to see him fully healthy, not thrown into a, a dire situation where we're literally oh, yeah. having uh, – Marsh out there, Randy Marsh out there. (laughs) Um, Well, it's kind of a bittersweet signing because now that Robert Spillane is back and he, he, we both agree that he played relatively well, right? Like you say that he exceeded expectations, but now that they, they cut Vince Williams or they released him, our boy Vince, they released Vince, man. Uh, Vince Stone Cold Williams. Yeah, so, so I mean, Spillane's going to fill in that role and maybe they'll draft another cover linebacker this year. There's so many needs still, uh, but, I mean, Spillane did a good job, and I'm just curious to see how well he, he does against Bush because I, I feel like Spillane might be more athletic than Vince. I just, you know, like I feel like yeah. Spillane, even though, like, his – cover abilities aren't as good as Devin Bush. Um, I think he's better than Vince in coverage. Yeah, for and, sure. We'll, and, we'll see if he's as good as against the run. I mean, yeah, that's the one thing. On Derrick Henry. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, that's the one yeah, thing. But, Vince was at least old, reliable, run-stopping. You're right. So let's just see how that plays out. Hopefully Spillane doesn't get hurt all the time because, I mean, I know he got pretty banged up after tackling Derrick Henry, but, I mean, who wouldn't? Yeah, right. <laughs> so this is this didn't get posterized, not really. Yeah. But uh what were we on Sutton, right? Yeah, well yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. Well, yeah, we're talking Sutton Hill and, and I think we're gonna move on to the next one. Uh Steven Nelson seeking a trade. Yeah. The the Steelers gave him permission to go out and look for a trade. Um I guess you hate to lose Hilton and Nelson. Yeah, it kind of sucks, but so does that mean, like we were saying, is Sutton going to move to the outside? Because he can do it, I mean, on the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But also, I guess, the like me and you were talking about on previous podcasts, uh, James Pierre, that one undrafted cornerback, he made the team without a training camp last year. So, I mean, they have, I guess they have faith in him. I mean, he, he played pretty well against Cleveland, but I mean, it's Cleveland, but they still kick our ass. But we'll we'll see what happens, man. I mean, I, I just I'm just so ha- I'm just 
I like the Sutton, the Sutton signing, man. That's huge for us because you can put him anywhere. And that, guy, that kid was, like, forcing fumbles. And, I mean, he got kind of torched in the Washington game. But, I mean, Alex Smith threw, like, a beautiful pass to Logan Thomas for the touchdown. I don't think anybody would have been able to stop that. But, so, I mean. I mean, to be fair, at the end of the season, our defense was on the field so much that I'm yeah. sure they were all worn out by the end of the year. So, but, right. I mean. Like you said, he balled out otherwise. Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited about that. And they structured his contract really w- weird too. So, um, yeah, he has like a couple avoidable years also. So I'm thinking that they're going to extend him, extend him this coming offseason when we have, like I said, more cap room. So, but bravo to the Steelers for actually bringing a cornerback that they developed and he actually played very well. So, you don't ever, you know, you hardly ever see that. When was the last time they – they developed a, co- a good cornerback, Ike, Ike Taylor. Well, you said good cornerback. Yeah. Oh, gotta well. be, the, he was a cornerback. I don't know if I'd say a good cornerback, but <laughs> he, was, he was a cornerback. You're not uh, well. well, I mean, you know, one that we want to keep around for a while. So I guess standards are pretty low in Pittsburgh. But, <laughs> but I, guess, I guess as long as uh, Cam doesn't develop a finger oh, wag of fuck, No, please, no. Or like the the incompletion motion when the ball is like 20 yards over the wide receiver's head. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, man, again, like I said, I'm just it's sad that we're losing Hilton. But at the same time, I'm just so excited for Cam Sutton. So it's going to be interesting to see how they, how they work, you know, this rotation and everything, see if they draft somebody. We'll see what happens. Uh, I got to do a quick shout out. Uh, shout out to Eagle fans uh, for still sucking as always. Uh, you, tried to, <laughs> you, you tried to get Juju from us, but even he knew you guys were a piece of shit fan base. <laughs> so uh, shout out to you guys for being the Eagles and always sucking and picking on a 13-year-old disabled kid. Oh, Way yeah. To show, yeah, way to show your class. Holy way shit. Class. And they were picking on him because he had a fucking Carson Wentz jersey. You pieces of shit. I fucking yeah. hate Eagles fans, man. You can't take you guys anywhere. <laughs> Literally the worst. Oh, I, think, you, I, I think Buja could smell you guys all the way across the state. It was like, yeah. Yeah, I don't Fuck that. But yeah, man. I'm, yeah, that article, right? He made, they made a 13 year old kid cry, right? Legitimate. Yeah. That one kid, yeah, that, the, the one kid that has the host the Eagles Brawl podcast, that kid, that's the kid, you pieces <laughs> of shit. Look, look, it's one thing to beat up on Santa Claus. He's a grown man, a fucking thirteen-year-old disabled, <laughs> disabled kid. kid, man. Petey, man. man fuck, fuck off, Philly. You guys deserve to lose everything. Oh, and I can't wait for Carson Wentz to ball out, and you guys are like, oh, we oh. were the problem. But even then, you guys are too stupid to admit it. So. <laughs> like, you guys are literally the worst. Oh, and you guys deserve to, like, go 0-17 next year. Set the record, 0-17 next year. No, we don't want you guys to get the first overall pick. So we want some fucking stupid record, like, 4-7 and fucking three ties or something. Or whatever that adds up to. I tell you, you know what? Let's keep going to the playoffs and losing. You guys ended up a good draft. Pick. You're right. That's a fair point. Fair, yeah. Yeah. You guys, ahead, have, you guys deserve to have your hearts ripped out every season. <laughs> oh. It'll be really possible when you draft Mac Jones. <laughs> oh my God. I could see that happening. Yeah. 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 Eagles fans, man. You guys just, 
I have you have you no shame? <laughs> no that's shame, dude. That's when you think the bar is set so low that it can't be like lower. They like, hold my beer. I'll probably steal fucking money from the Salvation Army things too, man. You guys are fucking what? assholes. While they're having someone hold their beer, that other Eagle fans probably pissing it and giving it back to him because you guys are that oh. terrible at fans of each other and everyone in the league. So keep keep sucking the Eagle fans. Keep yeah. sucking. I hate Eagles fans so much, man. Those guys. I can't believe I like those that that team at one point. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> and so on that note, uh, back to the back to the podcast, back to a winning team podcast. Yeah, well, kind of. We're we're going to talk about. Uh, unfortunately, we had to say bye to Bud. Bud is going to the Titans. Yeah, I feel like the writing was on the wall. I mean, we all knew that he was going to leave, so it's kind of bittersweet too. I've like always said this about Bud because <laughs> yeah, you jerk. The last last time he last time he got paid was off a contract like oh he balled out, got paid, and then he yeah. went to obscurity. Um, he was obscure before the contract, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah, he balled go. out, got paid, and then was obscure until T.J. Watt and another contract year. I don't think it's coincidence. Like, don't get me wrong, I would have been happy to bring him back. Um, but he seems to be that guy that gets paid, and this is like, ah, right, you know what? I'm cool. Like, I'm good. Um, and maybe it was TJ that you know kind of brought some life to him on the other side of the field. Like, yeah, I, mean, I think that was the case. Who who was across from Jarvis Jones? Was was James Harrison? Well, well, you don't get if James Harrison can't motivate you, you're pretty dead inside. But uh, or you're not smart enough to be scared for your life. One or the other, but one or the other for sure. Um, yeah, I think I think TJ definitely made Bud Dupree a better linebacker. I mean, they switched positions a couple times, like they switched sides, uh, and it seemed to help Bud out. Um, I liked Bud, and I just always thought that he would improve, and he did. But like what you're saying, in those it was in those contract years, so. I guess also the one year, I think it might have been the year they franchise tagged him. Uh, I think he already wanted to go to Tennessee. So I guess when he found out that Tennessee was interested in him this offseason, I guess he told his agent to make it happen. So he gets paid, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind bringing him back, or I wouldn't have mind to bring him back. But now we got Alex Highsmith now, man. Yeah. I think Alex Highsmith is just a dog. I mean, I I don't remember anybody having that kind of an impact as a rookie linebacker, you know, since like Shazier, you know, like a different right, position, right. but still linebacker. I mean, the kid had what like three interceptions. Yeah. Yeah, like he's like who? That's insane. And it's like and he picked moves, off. He picked off the legendary, the goat, Lamar Jackson in his Lamar, first game, right? Yeah. Starting? It was his first uh, game starting. I'm not sure if it was his first game starting. I think it was the first game after Bud went out. Like I think that was the first game after he went out. No, I That's think it, no. The, they played the Ravens like week three, and that was the game that he did it because that was in in Baltimore that he picked him off. Yeah. And then the second game was in uh, obviously in Heinz. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But still, I mean, still the point still stands that he's he's really fucking good. Uh, like some of the moves that he does, like his bull rush and like his spin move that he apparently he I think he either studied von miller a lot or went to one of his camps but like to see him just like whip that out like during the season on people like just just his 
his depth of moves that he has, like his arsenal, like it's it's really deep. Like you don't see that a lot from from linebackers, especially coming into their rookie year. So if you're not ex- excited for Alex Highsmith, and I don't know what else to tell you, like the kid balls out, man. Like he, like but losing Bud Dupree sucks, obviously, because you know you don't like to lose your your first round draft picks. But having a, a dog and Alex Highsmith just ready to prove himself, and especially you know learning from TJ Watt and having them like be partners basically and training buddies for the next three years. Like I'm just excited to see where that goes. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, you know, I think being with TJ will probably give him the same opportunities Bud had with him. Right. Um, and I mean, in his first year, he was already balling out. Uh, yeah. so I'm excited to see where it goes. I mean, I, like I said, I didn't see much out of Bud until contract years showed yep. up or TJ and, um, you know, Alex is obviously, this was his rookie year. So yeah. you always know, take it with a grain of salt, uh, rookie seasons. Like, you don't want you, you hope it's not like a one and done kind of situation, but we'll see where it goes. I, I, I don't think it'll be just cause like you said, the intangibles and the skill he showed off. I don't, I don't think that's a like lucky season or right. whatever you want to call it, but I, I don't know. I'm excited. I, I think if Bush stays healthy, we get Spillane, Highsmith, TJ, I think we're going to be in good shape. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people were saying like the sky's falling Pittsburgh, the defense is gutted, but yeah, it sucks to lose some of those pieces, but you gotta, you gotta stand back and look and see the pieces of the, the guys that are, you know, rising up and right. the guys that you have in the back ready to, to come out and show everybody, show everybody what they got. I mean, yeah, you can't, Highsmith was one of the highest rated rookie defenders last year too. So you got a lot to be excited for, man. So and there's still a draft. There's still a draft, still a draft. draft. Still a draft coming. Uh, so we keep talking about needing offensive linemen, but since it's so heavy, like it's not like we have to go all offensive linemen right off the bat. Although right. I mean, I know we want a running back too, but if oh, we that, get Trey Sermon in the <laughs> fifth round, then so be it. Yeah, and I guess the sorry to cut you off, man, but uh the Steelers apparently they met with like a lot of the top ranked running backs. So I mean, uh, if you can't get Najee Harris, or if you think you can get by one of, one of the kids, I can't remember his name, Kenneth Gainwell, I think that's his name, or the two kids from North Carolina. Like there's a lot of good running backs. So I mean, I feel like this is kind of Kevin Colbert's like bread and butter, I guess. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> finding the the value picks that are that can still be productive in the later rounds and especially i think they're doing more more homework this year because i mean obviously there's a lot of pro days that they can't go to and a lot of you know like the normal draft process events like they're, they have been really selective on the ones that they go to so <clears throat> we'll see what what they pull out this year you know they're probably gonna nail it i think they're gonna have another great draft this year this seems to be, especially the past couple of years, uh, Tomlin Colbert definitely knocked, you know, all the picks out of the park so far. So I'm really hopeful to see, you know, yeah, how, for they, sure. how they, uh, <clears throat> you know, finish out the, the draft process and everything this year. Sky's the limit, especially yeah. now that we don't have to waste the draft pick on a receiver. Yeah. Although I know you're big on Amari Rogers, but. Well, speaking of receivers, I guess they saw, they did you hear about the the kid that they they offered a contract to in Georgia? Uh-uh. 
Uh, well, apparently <laughs> they were there, Colbert and Tomlin. I think they were at Georgia, the Georgia's Pro Day. And uh, there was a kid there uh, who didn't work out last year for some reason. And uh, he worked out or something. I think he, he did something. Uh, had, and uh, Colbert saw him and was just like stunned, I guess. So he offered him a, con- a contract right there to come All to right. camp. So, I mean, <laughs> you don't have to waste uh, a, a draft pick on a, a, a wide receiver. We just <laughs> offered, we just signed a cat from Georgia. So we'll see what happens, man. It could still happen. I'm really high on Amari Rogers, but I mean, if we got Juju back and apparently this kid in Georgia is really good. So, I mean, hey, you don't have to worry about it now. Probably. I mean, that's, that's what we're like receiver university over here so we'll see what happens right so yeah i mean i think that covers our Steeler news we obviously a lot can still happen but obviously a lot to be excited about some things bittersweet but i think we're both in agreement like calm down it's not the end of the world right um and like i said there's still a draft still a draft so don't don't go pushing the reset button yet. Don't go panicking. You know, they finally brought back like the receiving core. So now hopefully they get a line and a running back for Ben so that he has time to throw it this season, unlike last season. Right. And we'll see where we go from here. <clears throat> but have faith in that defense. They're, they've been the only consistent thing the last two seasons. We just need an offense to really help them out this year and keep them off the field. Right. Agreed. But like I said earlier, I have to I have to do this. This one when you get married, you gotta look out for your partner. And as a lifelong Chicago fan, grew up, you know, right outside the city. Uh the Bears for some reason went out there and made the big splash of sighting the red rocket, Andy Dalton. <laughs> um she just wants you to know that she thinks it's a terrible signing. She is pissed off, and she hopes Ryan Pace never sees another contract signing as as a Bears GM. She doesn't care where he goes, but he has to get out of Chicago. Um, I, I I agree. I I, I was kind of talking about it with her. Uh, the fact that Mitch Trubisky went and signed a $2.5 million contract in Buffalo tells me that you overpaid by $7.5 million for Andy Dalton since they gave him $10 million. Apparently, he said one of the perks for signing there was that he was guaranteed the starting job. So that tells me that they're not planning on drafting a quarterback or trying to move up to draft one. So... Supposedly, they're making a serious pitch for uh, Kenny Galladay, but yeah. I just don't know that having Galladay... I mean, I, I love Mooney. Mooney was a rookie receiver last year. That dude's going to be a stud. Um, obviously, they brought back Allen Robinson, but I don't know that Kenny Galladay, Allen Robinson, and Mooney are going to be able to make uh, Andy Dalton look like Tom Brady or anything like that, so especially since their only good offensive lineman, Kyle Long, got signed to the Chiefs. So the only consistent offensive lineman they had now 
is on another team. So uh, shout out to the Bears. I lost uh, Kyle Fuller as well. So, oh, man, that's you, you want to talk about a team that oh, God. was a double We're doink away. From, yeah, they were a double doink away from um, like probably making a good run in the playoffs, maybe even going to the Super Bowl that year to now probably looking at a number one draft pick next season. Boy. Blow it on another quarterback. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Dalton is but, literally the best quarterback. We're, we're saying like he's literally the best qu- quarterback of that franchise. Just, yeah. And that's not saying a lot. I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> right. Like, obviously, oh. he kept the Bengals consistently good, but he never won a playoff game. No. Um, I don't know what they're expecting from Dalton with that shitty O line they got, too. Yeah, like, I don't know if they're just gonna draft all O line, but uh, I, I I don't know. I am dumbfounded, man. They got so much money tied up in their defense. They like the opposite of most teams. Like all their money is tied up in their defense, so they can't like afford an offense. That's a little backwards, but I don't know. It's just crazy that you go out there and give Andy Dalton a ten million dollar contract when. Like I said, Mr. Bisky took a 2.5 million. So why not bring him back for one more season? Like he probably, does, he probably he's probably not gonna sign for 2.5 million to be a starter, but I don't know, he'd probably get six, seven, save save a couple mil. <laughs> I, I don't know what they're doing, bro. Like you're you're you played well I well, air quotes, last year to where you're picking like a, a pick twenty-four or something. So uh, you're not gonna, you're not gonna move up and get a, a, a quarterback. Right. I mean, you should, but I don't think the Bears have enough, you know, firepower to move up. Especially with forget, like, go ahead. I forget how many first round draft picks they traded for Khalil Mack. So, uh, oh, yeah, I mean, three. It was yeah. something crazy. Something and you're wasting ridiculous. Khalil's Mack. You're you're wasting Khalil Mack's career. Like being a bear, like. No disrespect to the Bears organization because you know they're like basically NFL royalty, but like you're wasting one of the best defenders in the league in the past what 20 years. You're wasting the prime of his career there. Like you're not gonna see what you can get for him. You know, if you're really about rebuilding and you know wanting to find the quarterback of the future, then trade trade him and get some picks to maybe move up some. I think. They're trying to. I, I think they would if they could, but I think they're paying like twenty three mil or something ridiculous. Like uh, that's true. I mean, I was going to say that. Like, I don't know. If like there's I said, a team. With, huh? with with teams, you know, putting all their money into the offense, it's hard to find anyone willing to take you know a defender making that much money. Well, that's true. That's true. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, and plus, like, if you get somebody like Khalil Mack, like how. How much more of a chance is he going to give you to win a Super Bowl? You know, like right. So right, he's also been having a lot of injury issues. So, but yeah, he's making twenty three five a year on average. So that's just a lot to be paying. Like I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it, but like when offense is what wins you games anymore, like it's it's hard to justify. Right. Um. You know, and his contract goes till 2025, so like Whew. you're stuck with that for another four years. Oh, God, dog. So, How old is he? He's got to be up uh, there, right? I, he might be in his, 
He's got to be getting close to his 30s. Um, I think 30 years old. 30 years. So he turned, oh, 30, he, he turned 30 in February. So yeah, you're literally going to be paying <laughs> him another four years. So he'll be 34 by the end of his contract. Feel sorry for that kid, man. That kid should have won a Super Bowl. Yeah, no, for sure. Forrest, bro. Like, he was, yeah, up there with Donald. But Donald's a freak of nature, so. To be fair, to be fair, I mean, Matt got screwed when uh, Fangio, Nick Fangio, or Vic Fangio went to the The Broncos. Broncos. Yeah. Yeah. Chuck Pagano came in and just killed that defense, to be honest. I mean, the offense didn't help, but I I don't know what Pagano did, but he completely destroyed that defense. (laughs) I remember Pat McAfee was saying that, oh, oh, yeah, uh, Chuck Pagano's going to turn that defense into a force and blah, 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 blah. And now look at him. Like, I don't even remember any highlights from the Bears defense last year. Were they even good? It's to put it this way it's pretty bad when Mitch Trubisky wins you the game and the Bears defense ends up losing the game. Yeah. But they definitely definitely got screwed by their defense more than they got screwed by Mitch last year. So that, that tells you about a lot about where they came from. I just feel like this is just like a normal Bears thing, though. Like, for the past 10 years, it's just been this, like, just disappointment and mediocrity, like, for the past 10 years. I mean, like, you know, they had that that stellar defense with the, the double doink. You know, like, that's that's the – the highlight, not the highlight, but just like the highest. That's what they're, that's what they're going to be known for, basically. Yeah. yeah. So it's, I'm sorry, Bears fans. At least you're not Eagles fans. I guess you have that going for you. Yeah. At least you guys are classy in your defeats. <laughs> you guys aren't picking on disabled kids. So. <laughs> Fucking Eagles fans, man. I mean, again, that's setting the bar really low for what it takes to be a good fan base, but somehow the uh, Eagle fans managed to <laughs> keep lowering that bar. Tune in next week when they do something even worse. Yeah, they burned down a uh, orphanage or something. Yeah. It's, it's so Philly. All, all because a kid probably said, like, I miss Nick Foles. And they're like, yeah, well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's funny because uh, it's true. It could definitely happen. It's, it's, it's a very unfortunate situation. Uh, it even has to be disclaimer that, yes, it could be true, but it hasn't happened yet. Correct. But I digress. All right. Uh, let's do a quick rundown. Let's do a quick rundown of some of the signings real quick. Uh, okay. We'll do uh, love it, eh, or hate it. Um, Bip Lindsay to the Texans. I hate it. I'm at on it. I'm at on it. This because I don't know if they're going to bring back to Sean Watson. He's already got a bunch of sex scandals allegedly. 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 So we believe in an innocent until proven guilty. (laughs) That's how we roll here on the You Tell Me What I Just Said podcast. Law abiding. And, you know, seeing things through. Don't want to throw anybody under the bus. All allegedly. Deshaun, we love you, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Deshaun. Allegedly. Allegedly. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see if he comes back. Um, if if he does come back, if he signs like I, 
I don't know. I don't know what this is going to do for him. But Deshaun and Phillips probably like the best running back quarterback combo they've had there in a while. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so I don't know. I, I think we both like Lindsey. I think it's unfortunate that they brought in Melvin Gordon and he kind of got overshadowed. But I think he was injured. I think he got injured last season. I think he's had a couple injuries. So who? Gordon? Oh, Lindsay. oh Lindsay. yeah. Lindsay. Yeah. He, I think he, yeah, he missed a lot of time. We'll so see. It's, it's unfortunate on his end, but. No, I think t- the Texans O line stinks too, if I'm remembering I mean, correctly. The Texans stink in general, oh, uh, yeah. especially since they lost their only real wide receiver, Will Fuller. He went to the Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, personally, I love that. I, I think with Gasecki and the tight end. Um, Gasecki's that, a tight end. All right. Uh, who's the other kid? Uh, Devontae Parker. Not Parker, the other wide receiver. Uh, another guy that starts with G. Either way, I can't think of his name. I can't think yeah, of his Parker. name either. Parker, uh, Gasecki, the, the other kid with a G, and now Will Fuller. <laughs> like, they get a legit quarterback there. Sorry, Joe. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sold on a guy that played four quarters <laughs> and threw for 75 yards. <laughs> Sorry. Especially, especially like I said, with Gasecki, the guy that starts with the G, and uh, Dante Parker, like, you know, put up 75. Oh, my God. That is hilarious. Uh, Seattle brings back Chris Carson. I'm not sold on anything on that team, so I'm just eh, because... I mean, he was there last year. He had some injuries, and obviously their offense fell apart towards the end. The defense never got going. But seven, seven million per year, basically deal. Seven point three million a year per deal. So. Holy, is he good? I have, I have, I have, I haven't heard, and yeah, I haven't heard anything from him. Like I, they always draft running backs. Like Rashard Penny, I think was the one of them, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, you're right, but I mean, he did look good. He got injured, and then when he came back, to so the whole Seahawks team was in shambles anyway. So I don't mm. know. It's hard to say, but he did look good before that. Okay. So it's just it's just F for me, just because the Seahawks as a whole are F for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, I, I agree, hundred percent. So doesn't do anything to move the bar for me, I guess. Uh, Broncos brought back Justin Simmons. The guy's a stud. Yeah, so I, I, like love, I love it, but the love Broncos it. are another team that, unfortunately, I they're going to have to do something to, like, really not waste his career. He's another, like, you'd hate to see him get his career wasted with wow, the Broncos. Man. It feels like that's where the direction of that team is going, for their defense, I, at least. I Yeah, well, I think Von Miller's gone now. No, they brought him back. They brought they him back. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they okay. brought him back. So, But, I mean, he's long in the tooth, too. What is he, like, 34? Well, what he's had legal issues uh, on top of injury <laughs> issues, so like yeah, man. Ah, uh, boy, you guys. Well, I, I don't know. It's been, they've they've come a long way from him and El- was it Dumerville? Wasn't that who it was? Oh, uh, Dumerville and uh, Demarcus Ware. Yeah, they come a long way from that defense. So, uh, but yeah, I, I love the Justin Simmonson signing. Uh, Vic Fangio has a history of getting the secondary big contracts. You know that's what he did for the Bears before he left. So I can't say I'm surprised, but yeah, watch yeah, out for just, Kyle Fuller going over there. Kyle Fuller went. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I could see him wanting to go back. Like I said, I mean, we got that defense under Vic. Like I don't. I, yeah, 
Yeah. Right. Um, next up, uh, I'm just going to grade the Patriots signing as a whole. I'm not really that impressed with uh, Smith, Aguilar, Bourne, and Hunter Henry. Uh, Hunter Henry, I think, has had a lot of hype, but he's never lived up to it. Always oh, injured. Yeah. It's like uh, the dude's I, like Kevin Nash, man. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Arg, my quad. <laughs> he didn't even step. He needs to hit the shower, hit the way, take a shower and get a clue. Um, Nelson Aguilar, who apparently was a stud for the Raiders, but I mean, he's meant to hate Philly fans. They were right, I think, to hate on him for Nelson No Hands Aguilar. Um, Janu Smith, again. I don't even know who that cat is either, man. When he had like one good year in Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, maybe they're trying to go back to the Hernandez uh, Gronk years. Uh, having to... Cause I mean, he's a tight end, right? Yeah, yeah, he's a tight end. Yeah, so they're going back to the double tight end, I guess. Ah, this is, I feel um, like this is going to blow up in their face. Yeah. I Like I said, it doesn't do a lot for me. It's just meh. I guess, and they bring back Cam Newton, who... <laughs> Didn't do anything in their offense last year, so All right. I don't know that Kendrick Bourne, Hunter Henry, Janu Smith, uh, Nelson Aguilar are gonna change anything. I just, I don't know, man. I, I'm and that 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 whole class too. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe Edelman does something for him, but I don't know. Yeah, it's just after me. Pass. <laughs> I think Bill Belichick is, is overreaching. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> it's uh, he saw Tom Brady win and now he's all in his feelings. <laughs> I'll do anything, <laughs> uh, Mitch Trubisky again. That's my boy, so 2.5 to go sit behind Josh Allen. Good for him. Um, anyways, that's about all I gotta say with that, all right? King and Drake to the Raiders is uh, uh, especially actually, you know what? I hate it because he's just sitting behind Josh Jacobs, yeah. Uh, like, like, why, why give if if you believe if you. Drafted J- Josh Jacobs in the first round. Why are you giving Drake a what is eleven million dollar contract or something? Uh, two years, eleven million. So five like, five what's a the year. point? Like, yeah, all trade Pittsburgh trade for Josh Jacobs. You guys want a running back? He's pretty good. Yeah. Obviously, you can swindle the Raiders because we've done it twice already. So, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. so I mean, call, get him on the get Gruden on the phone, man. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Kenny Drake is a starting to become a bounce around running back. Uh, if he was good, like I th- someone would keep him. Um, I guess it provides you depth, but. Yeah, I don't understand what Drew's doing over there, man. Hey, he's just robbing the Raiders organization blind. So keep doing it though. Yeah, he's going to pay good money to do it. Patrick Peterson to the Vikings is another eh. I, like, Maybe a couple of years ago, like this would have been a big deal, but I feel like the Vikings secondary was at one, like I said, a couple of years ago, like mm-hmm. right up there. I don't know that they're, that you make that case anymore. And Patrick Peterson, I think is just starting to decline real quick. Yeah. But, so it's just F for me. I don't, yeah. I don't hate I like it, it, but. Yeah, it's just, you know, not a big fan of it, man. It's whatever. But uh, we'll, we'll see. Like I said, maybe 
I, well, it seems like Arizona's where people go to rejuvenate their career. So I feel like it, since he was falling off there, I don't know that he finds it in Minnesota, but we'll see. It's just there. Um, AJ Green to Arizona. You know how I feel about Kyler Murray. I just don't see it. Yeah, um, I'm inclined to agree with you, man. I and plus AJ Green's just always he's always been injured. Yeah, he, he Cincinnati they've killed that man's career. He should he should have Super Bowl rings and Hall of Fame career. But but they wasted they wasted they wasted him, man. They're basically gonna have two uh Larry Fitzgeralds who are this past their prime but serviceable for what they, they do, but like it doesn't it doesn't help a guy like Kyler who again I I just I just don't see I I just don't see what he brings to the table to win you a Super Bowl. It, I I don't see it. Like he can scramble, but there's a lot of quarterbacks to scramble. Look at Lamar Jackson. He he's not going to win you a Super Bowl. So right, uh, well, I don't understand. At least that. at least Lamar can see over the line. Right. Yeah, and I just don't understand what Watt and all the other guys that signed in Arizona see in Murray. Yeah, I don't. It's like they're going all in to try to win a Super Bowl, but like you're literally in one of the toughest divisions. Like so, obviously, yeah. Oh yeah, like that. The defense is out there, legit. Right. <laughs> like you got to go into Rams twice. Um, San Francisco still has a good defense; they just don't have an offense. Right. Uh, and then Seattle. The Seahawks just has like players that will just murder you. Like they're going to give you 400, 500 yards a game, but you're going to take a whooping out there. So right. Murray, small guy, like he can't, he can't, he can't take that. Right. Yeah, and he's, yeah, he's, he's just like a, he's not even like built like Russell Wilson. He's built like Johnny Manziel. So I mean, one good hit, it's already, (laughs) they already proved it. Like one good smack, like it's lights out for him, man. I just, I don't know what they're, I don't know what they're thinking, dude. I. I just feel like a lot of players took advantage of the Arizona Cardinals because they're willing to yeah. get a pretty decent paycheck. Because they're desperate. They're like, yeah, yeah. you got a big name? Okay, yeah, yeah we'll yeah. sign you. Yeah, exactly. So I know. Arizona, yeah. get him out of here, man. man I don't even yeah, want to well, hear about him anymore. <laughs> yeah, Watt's going to be another one that you're like, man, that guy should have had a Super Bowl. What was he doing? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so. he's, he's – He's resetting with the Texans and uh, going to play for Kyler Murray. So, yeah, what could have been? Uh, Kyle Long signed a one-year, five million deal with the Chiefs. Um, oh, man, Pittsburgh. I'm not sure if he'll be starting, but like I said, he was the only reliable lineman the Bears had last year. So, good for the Chiefs for adding depth, especially since they were down the fourth string in the Super Bowl last year. So, yeah, they released their two tackles too. What the hell are they doing? Gonna do. <laughs> They're going to be drafting tackles uh, this coming draft, too. So <laughs> They want to put the nail in Andy, Dolphin's, uh, Andy Dalton's uh, coffin. They want to put that last nail in there and just end it. Yeah. Masochist, I tell you. Yeah, man. I really wish Steelers would have called Cal Long, though. Yeah. What do you think you could have used? I mean, you don't have to have him as a starter, but it would have been good depth. But... Good depth. depth, yeah. Yeah, so Steelers, you blew that one. Um, do, 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 move it on. Do, do, do. Trent Williams resigned with the 49ers. I think that's good. I mean, he's a stud offensive tackle. 
so I, you know, I love that. I, I think he's young enough and still in the prime of his career. Um, a six-year, $138 million contract. Not bad, man. Not That's bad. really good money. Yeah, good for him. Um, money and a chance wins. at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, if they can find a quarterback, though. Because <laughs> uh, Garoppolo ain't it. Um, <laughs> Lions signed Jamal Williams. Seven point five million for two years, uh, or two years up to seven point five million. Uh, you know, Keandre Swift. I think he'll have a breakout year. Well, it's hard to say with Jared Goff at quarterback, losing Kenny Galladay. I guess it's hard to say what that offense is going to look like. But Dang. Lions always seem to have injured running back. So uh, you know, I'm I'm going to say I love it. Uh, I think <laughs> it's a, you get your money's worth. Jamal Williams looked pretty good. Um, the Packers used him a lot. Like I said, almost at times it seemed like more than Aaron Jones, but mm-hmm. uh, the Packers brought back Aaron Jones. So good for Jamal Williams to go and play somewhere where he's probably going to get starting time because, like I said, it seems like line running backs are always injured. Always. I don't know if they still have Adrian Peterson either. So. Nah, no. He was in Washington last year. No. No, Adrian, Adrian Peterson played in uh, Detroit last year. Really? Yeah. Man. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, AD. But, uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. No way, dude. Yeah. What? My dad's a Lions fan. I have to watch Lions. <laughs> so. um, oh, man. Yeah, the, the, the football team let him go. And uh, Lions being... <laughs> The good guys that they are came in and swept, swept Holy them up. Holy shit, yeah. Did he do anything? He wasn't bad. I mean... Oh, man. He fell in nicely when Swift was out. But like I said, that's why it makes sense that Jamal would sign there because Lions starting running backs are always injured. So yeah. they'll definitely get playing time. Right. I, I totally forgot about that. Uh, oh, but yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm whatever on that. And Lions, like you said, they always suck, so... <laughs> <laughs> the defense, uh, or not the defense, the running backs. But. Probably why the Bengals went out and got Mike Hilton for 6.5 is because William Jackson signed a three year, 42 million. So obviously, if you can get Mike Hilton for a lot cheaper, it's a pretty good deal. But that football team is really building that defense. So I love it. Yes. Uh, I, they basically have to just go out and draft offense. I, I can't think of a defensive hole that they have. Maybe another safety. Are you talking about Washington? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, maybe another safety and a linebacker. But, but shout out to Parker, man. That defense is filthy. They're gonna be if they get a quarterback. Yeah. Shit, man. They have, well, they have your boy Fitzpatrick. Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic. Right. But if uh, they, huh? he's gonna take them to the Super Bowl. You watch, dude. They're they need to get get a name too. I'm tired of saying Washington football team. I hope it's the Red Wolves, but they're gonna be after this season. It'll be the Washington Fitz Magics <laughs> because he's gonna take him to the Super Bowl, win it all, and then he he's gonna go uh, put Tom Brady to bed and kiss his wife and go to bed, bed himself. <laughs> well, well, they also uh, they also signed Curtis Samuel, and I love yeah. that man. That's that's a good yeah. good pickup right there. Like he's yeah. a good they, deal, man. Look, I. They could go out and get a quarterback. I don't know. I, like, I don't know that 
it's worth trading up to get a quarterback. Like, I don't know. I think if you never know what Fitzpatrick is going to show up. Yeah. But if the one that showed up last year in uh, Miami, like, if they if they kept him in, they would have been in the playoffs for sure. Right. Um, but we'll see what he, he's he's got a lot to work with in Washington. We'll so we'll see where that goes. Oh, for sure, man. Like, uh, yeah, Washington. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to Parker. Uh, can't wait to hear your take on your team uh, because we're obviously enamored with it. So yeah, good for you. You deserve it. I'm gonna have to have him on. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the Bills signed Emmanuel Sanders. I, 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 you know, I love it. I think I, they let John Brown go, so you got to bring in someone that's kind of that's reliable that can get the job done, uh, especially with Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen. Um, I don't know. I think he just adds a lot to that. Like he obviously is older. He's not the young spring chicken that he was, but I, I think. When Thomas went out in New Orleans, he filled in nicely once, you know, Taysom Hill got in the rhythm. Um, mm-hmm. Drew Brees obviously was injured all season, the mired list of injuries, but I know I, I love it for the Bills. Agreed. Let's see, anything else? Uh, Jacoby Brissett, I think he'll take to his job at the end of the season. He signed with uh, the Dolphins. <laughs> But it's still just a mad, like, I don't think it moves the bar. Andy Dalton, um, again, hate it, but I hate his face, so maybe that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Tyrod Taylor signed a one-year deal worth up to $12.5 million with the Texans. Uh, I'm just going to say I'm confused by it. <laughs> I, 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 don't know what the, I don't know what the Texans are doing. I think, I think what, what they're doing is they're signing all these guys to, like, one-year deals one two year deals just to get the comp picks cuz i think they like they know they're no, they know they're going to they they know they're going to suck they they're probably going to lose watson so like you know you don't have any picks this year you know i don't think you have any first round picks right i don't think they have any first round picks for a while so i think they're just trying to get as many comp picks as they can get to maybe package to move up you know i think that's what that's they, fair. i think that's what they're doing that's fair i'm not a gm or anything but you know i i've, been, I've seen my fair share of crazy hijinks in the league so i feel like yeah shenanigans Shenanigans. so i think that's what they're doing but i still don't understand why like who else has they have like i think they have like josh rosen as quarterback i think they have like a texans thing to do and like they have a bunch of random people as quarterback so we want to bring chase daniel in too like he just got released so i don't know man texans are it's just Texas. a joke now, man. I thought uh, it was Bill Bryan, but whoever they got running the ship now is just as shitty, if not more so. Uh, so, uh, yeah, tip of the hat to them for doing whatever they're doing. But <laughs> I, I, I don't understand it. <laughs> right. Uh, Saints resigned James Winston as well as Taysom Hill. Uh, but I think I, I think I heard that they're leaning towards. Uh, Jameis, I don't know. I'm I'm intrigued by it. I I'm gonna say I love it. I I want to see what he like. He had all those numbers we talked about it before. Like basically, if you could see like when he was with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, like who knows where they would have went. So right. we'll, see, we'll see if it was really that he couldn't see or if he just 
is gifted with an arm, but has right. no brains. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but I, I'm excited by it. So I'm going to say I love it. Uh, Corey Davis is the Jets. They also sign Keenan Cole or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's right. I love it if they find a quarterback. I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens with Sam Darnold. But I think he'll, he'll come to Pittsburgh. Watch. Well, I ain't mad at it. But but I, I mean, as a team that needs receivers, I love it. So, uh, well, I'm just gonna say, man. We'll see. We'll see how good Corey Davis actually is. Actually, I'll say, man. <laughs> We'll see how he does without AJ Brown lining up across from him. Right. Uh, Yannick Ngakwe. Ngakwe signed with the Raiders. Uh, I don't love anything. I don't love anything that the Raiders do. I don't. No. I don't. I don't trust them. (laughs) I don't trust them either, man. Nothing they do makes sense to me. So. They still have Derek Carr and uh, Marcus Mariota. Like, you know, I don't know what the Raiders are doing. It's another team that's you're just like scratching your head every time they do anything. So, yeah, yeah. Even if, even if they sign like Tom Brady at this point, I'd be like, I don't trust. <laughs> I, <laughs> Tom Brady's first kill. losing season in a long time. So <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna get that man killed. Uh, Chiefs also signed Joe Thune from the uh, Patriots. Uh, one thing about the Patriots is they now have drafted all the line. So, yeah. I, uh, and I think the Patriots or the Chiefs learned after last year, like we need the O line help because we almost got our um, franchise quarterback killed. Yes, half <laughs> a billion dollar quarterback. So I love it. You know, just, just keep putting a line around him, and then in two years, you're not going to afford anyone else. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one signing that I do think Bill did right, uh, Matthew Judon, four years, fifty-six million. Yeah, that was a good. Uh, that was a good signing. Like, you almost feel bad for the Ravens losing players, but they're just gonna draft like studs anyways. And I'm always, hate, I'm, I'm just gonna hate them. <laughs> I, w- I wish other picks could be Lamar Jackson, but unfortunately, this they know how to draft a defense. Right. Shaq Barrett signed a four-year, four-year, seventy-two million. Up to seventy-two million. Uh, love it. I think that defense is good. Um, I think White and him together are just like a sick combination at linebacker. So right. Um, uh, Drew Brees retired, uh, but I think we kind of all knew that was coming anyways. But guy's a legend. Uh, it's unfortunate that he couldn't outlast Tom because now Tom's going to break all of his records. But <laughs> uh, Drew did it in less seasons, I think. So good yeah. for him. Good for him. And I think that's all the major signings right now. So, uh, oh, you forgot one, man. You forgot one. So, so this is kind of near and dear to my heart. But uh, you know how much I love Samoan football players, right? Or Tongans. <sighs> so we released Tyson Aluwalu. Oh, we didn't release him, but he got signed by the Jacksonville Jaguars for like two years. Six mil, I think. Yeah. So that's like another hole that we have to fill. And he he played lights out, man. I'm really bummed out about that. Totally didn't think about it, but yeah, man. That's going to be rough. 
But speaking of release players, also the Bengals released, uh, remember I was telling you, Geno Atkins. Geno Atkins, yeah, yeah. So Pittsburgh, if you want somebody to replace him, go after Geno Atkins, please. Like, you don't want to go go into next year with Carlos Davis and Isaiah Bugs as your nose tackle. <laughs> They're literally fighting each other on the sideline. I can't remember what game it was, but they were beating the shit out of each other, and you don't want that, man. <laughs> it's probably they probably saying, "I suck the most." No, I suck <laughs> yeah, more. yeah, for real. Man. I'm the worst. No, I'm the worst. Yeah, it was a cat cat fight. So if you uh, just you know. Sniff around, sniff around, snoop around. Try to yeah, find yourselves a, a decent nose tackle. See what happens. Yeah, see what so, happens. But yeah, Tyson, yeah, losing Tyson is kind of big. So yeah, it's another hole that we have to look forward to filling in the draft. So. Oh, good for you. <laughs> good. For, I'm I'm a human being. Anyway, so yeah, bro. Uh, man, tough news all around there. So we'll see what happens. All we can do is just wait and see what they do next. Wait and see. That's what we've been doing <laughs> for a long time, but it finally paid off. So. <laughs> yeah, finally. Uh, since the podcast went a little long, obviously, we've been waiting uh, to record this until we knew it was going to happen. So yeah. I'm just going to give a quick rundown of the UFC card tomorrow. or to, I guess when this comes out, it'll be today, Saturday. But um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Derek Brunson, Kevin Holland has big title implications, especially since uh, Israel Adesanya said if Darren Till wins, that's who he's fighting for the title. But he's not guaranteeing if Marvin Vittori wins because he doesn't think Marvin Vittori is a legitimate contender. So Kevin Holland wins. He's on a five-six fight win streak, um, and he's a lot of fun to watch. I mean, in the cage, he just runs his mouth. Um, almost like a true heel in wrestling. So it's just a lot of fun to watch. Uh, but I, I think I'm going to take Kevin in this one. Uh, hopefully he wins. And I think him and Adesanya would be just an entertaining buildup. So I almost, he has to win. because That's what we deserve. Mm-hmm. That's what we deserve. We need, need just two guys that like to have fun and talk trash. Um, but at the end of the day, are going to be respectful after the fight. <laughs> after the fight. Right, right, right. Probably. Uh, Gregor Gillespie, uh, Brad Riddell. I think Gregor wins that one pretty easily. Um, Cheyenne Baez versus Montserrat Riz. Can't really tell you about either of them, but Baez is the favorite, so put your money on her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adrian Yanez versus Gustavo Lopez. Again, some up-and-comers in the bantamweight division, but I can tell you a whole lot about them as well, but bantamweight's always an exciting division, so especially with all the controversy going on at the top, TJ Dillashaw coming back. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, Song Keenan versus Max Griffin. Uh, Max will probably kill him, but that's neither here nor there. It should be a pretty good welterweight fight. But yeah, put your money on Max. Uh, Tanya Tuavasa. I can only assume he's a favorite because he's fighting some guy named Harry Hunsucker. <laughs> uh, uh, but if Ty has taught us one thing, it's like you can't trust him. He's a Mark Hunt re- reincarnate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so I'm, I'm going to go with Harry Huns- Hunsucker for the upset <laughs> on this one. Uh, but I'm not going to tell you to put any money on it. I'm, that's just who I'm going with. But 
uh, just because I don't trust Taya to Avasa. Like I said, he's like Mark Hunt, reborn. And Harry Hunsucker has a cool name and stupid tattoo. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to go with him. Uh, but it's a heavyweight. Anything can happen. Uh, Macy Chiasson, I think she was an ultimate fighter winner versus Marion Renu. But Macy should win that pretty easily. Uh, Leonard Santos versus Grant Dawson. Uh, again, Grant Dawson should win pretty easily, but it's, uh, it's on the prelims. Check it out. It's on ESPN. Honestly, the rest of the fights, yeah, I'm not gonna be able to tell you much about them. But at least you gotta you gotta catch the Kevin Holland Derek Brunson because I I think that's gonna be fireworks. Um, Kevin Holland won his last fight off the bottom, just m- murdered poor Jacare. It was one of the sickest knockouts you could ever hope for in the NF- uh, UFC. Uh, the guy just brings it every fight, so. Uh, make sure you check it out. You won't be disappointed. Um, and then shout out to Leon Edwards had a tough loss. Uh, <laughs> I poke. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it happens. You go in, you're setting up your combo. Uh, Bilal has a tendency to like move his head forward. Shit happens, but I mean, I don't, I don't think the fight was any different. Would have ended any different? I think. Um, like I, like I told you, Edwards was winning that fight. He was winning it pretty easy up to that point. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, obviously in a five-round fight, anything can happen. But I don't, I don't think it was going to go any different. But hopefully hopefully Edwards gets uh, Covington next. I think that'll be a fun fight. Uh, especially since Kobe's always good for some shit talking. But, <laughs> um, that's the fight I think he should take next. And then the winner gets Usman. Um, oh yeah, because I mean, is this like after he did this the same type of fight that they had last time with Masvidal? Like he's oh, just yeah. gonna like Masvidal, Usman. Like this time, Masvidal has a month to train for it. I just don't see how it ends any different. Yeah, it's gonna be the same thing. It's just gonna be the same thing. I mean, Push Usman promises not Usman. to like wrestle him. Usman's promising that he's gonna knock him out and do it standing, but Usman's also this full of shit. So, yeah. Like when the going is tough, Usman goes to the cage. Every time. Every time without fail. So except against Covington, but you know, he had the luxury of knowing that Covington wasn't gonna knock him out because <laughs> pillow hands Covington. Yeah, <laughs> Covey pillow hands. If anything is gonna put him to sleep with all the soft touches. <laughs> <laughs> but you know and is always fun to watch well right. he's fun to build up right the fight <laughs> but not always the funnest in the cage but the guy the guy's got an unbelievable tank on him so i'll give him that yeah agreed but for your money's sake put your money on holland and please check that fight out you're not going to be disappointed right. i guarantee that Guaranteed, it doesn't doesn't get a decision. There's no way it goes to a decision. <laughs> but on that note, like I said, we went a little long. We just had a lot to cover. We've been waiting to talk to all of our beautiful fans. Uh, unfortunately, like I said, we 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 were in a tough spot with the juju stuff. So now that's yeah. out, uh, we're back. Your boys are back, better than ever, and. We're going to probably have a lot more to talk about next week, especially 
probably start dabbling in some draft stuff. Um, there's a oh, big, yeah. big USC card next weekend that uh, I definitely am going to break down. Uh, Stipe and Ghana too. Hell yeah. Uh, that's that's going to be a war. I can't wait yeah. for that, man. I, I'm, I love Stipe, but I, I'm, I'm worried for him. Like legitimately worried. Like even when DC beat him the first time, like I wasn't worried. Mm-hmm. Like DC basically poked his eyes out and then caught him with like a dirty, dirty boxing, but Right. I wasn't worried about him not getting his belt back, but in Ghana too, like that that worries me. Yeah. For agreed, man. Well, that's gonna be fun to talk about. Yeah, for sure. Um I don't know. is just such a good dude, it's hard to root against him and you wanna see him win forever. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, it's gonna be a tough one. Uh also on that card. There is Alexander Volkanovsky versus my boy T City. Oh Jesus! Uh, probably Tyrone Woodley's retirement fight versus Vincent Luque. Uh, Sean O'Malley. We'll see if he can. We'll, we'll see if he's all talk or what. But um, I don't know. I, I don't know what to make of that kid anymore, especially after he literally got his leg kicked out, and then he's trying to say he's still undefeated. So. He's almost that guy who helps us lose this and goes back to a meteorocracy. But Kama <laughs> uh, Worthy versus Jamie Malarkey. Uh, that should be a fun fight. Uh, prelims. Mensfield, he's always a fun fight. Uh, Pena, uh, different Pena, never mind. Uh, and of course, the Nirma Gomedovs. So. so, one of those guys. Prepare to prepare to watch Khabib's family, this smother this poor poor soul into oblivion. But but that all we'll break all that down next week. We'll have fun with that, and like I said, we'll see see what other fun, exciting NFL stuff comes up, and <laughs> maybe JJ can give you some hot uh, DraftKings bets. Come on, yes. Depending on how the rest of his NCAA tournament goes. No, man. I don't know if I could take any more more stress and heartache. Purdue, you suck. Purdue, you suck, man. Like, the worst basketball college program of all time. Hey, uh, uh, Purdue, me and a big luchador kid uh, were in the back, and uh, we saw that you were favored to win, and... uh, (laughs) Oh, man. <laughs> we just uh we want you to know uh, we don't care god not one for the good guys bro uh, went out there and slacked them just them. it's all mean joe green's fault could they uh, play again north texas uh, <laughs> so north texas was winning there and said so this is where okay. the big boys <laughs> play huh look at the look adjective, at the adjective. Play. play oh man so Purdue you suck apparently there is somebody who was saying that they're like the best or the fan duel bet king or whatever but we haven't won shit none of the picks that they've given us have won us any money the past yeah. what three weeks two weeks yeah. turbojet might have well went out there and shot me in the back of the head while we were fighting for a chicken dinner <laughs> oh wait <laughs> That's all. That's all he's been able to accomplish this past couple of days. So, thanks a lot, Turbojet. 
losing us money, losing us chicken dinners. Man, you got to be ashamed of yourself, bro. I mean, what, what kind of friend are you? You should be a friend. More like acquaintance. You put the end in friend, like ending the friendship. It is what it is, man. Until you start, you know, backing your shit up. So, yeah, yeah. Don't start that podcast anytime soon. You still got other ways to go. Yeah. On that note, <laughs> on that note, we love you all. Thanks as always for checking out the You Tell Me What I Said podcast. We we appreciate everyone that supported us along the way and got us where we are. And we look forward to next week. Yep, yep. Thanks, everybody. I love you guys. See ya. Bye.